0: Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. Have you ever wondered why Martha Stewart went to jail? I mean, a lot of us, especially uh, depending on our age group, what have you, might have no clue who Martha Stewart is or what she did. But long story short, in the 90s and growing up, I just knew Martha Stewart as the lady that loved to uh, make nice home recipes and uh, decorate houses and gardening and all that sort of things. So when I heard that she's actually going to jail, I was like, what in the world is going on? And fast forwarding a couple of years, seeing that she's hanging out with Snoop and they're like best friends and all of these things. And this is how it ties into the NFT space. What does Martha Stewart have to do? anything well she's hanging out with snoop and snoop you know is in the nfd community so <laughs> no i'm um, just kidding but really there is a bridge and a connection so bear with me martha stewart actually went to jail for insider trading what most people would consider this to be as quote, unquote, a hookup or, you know, someone saying, hey, um, Martha, um, move your money as quickly as possible because you're going to lose it if you don't shift it. Right. So that's basically what happened. Martha <laughs> shifted around some stocks and bonds and whatever it is, moved her money so that way she didn't take on any losses. And then all of this stuff, information came out. She went to jail. It was minimum security, what have you, white collared crime. And it basically it's like a country club. She was probably in there decorating and baking and all sorts of crazy things. But what I'm actually relating this to is basically the same kind of thing happens in the NFT space. And maybe if you want a more glamorous picture or a more dramatized picture than Martha Stewart's, you know, getting a tip to move her money, think of it as uh, the movie, The Wolf of Wall Street, if you've ever seen that, um, with, with all that crazy stuff with uh, Jordan Belfort and what have you. And basically he was calling up rich people and he was saying, yes, um, buy these stocks, it is absolutely going to go up. And then they were artificially uh, pumping up this uh, the, the price of the stock so that way their clients were initially making money, they're getting all these brokerage fees and what have you. But then everything that they recommended would always come down and crash. And honestly, there is a lot of that going on in Web3, whether it be the crypto space or the NFT space. If you look on the news uh, recently, a bunch of celebrities, which I'm not even going to name all of them, they got into trouble because they pumped up this uh, this coin called Ethereum Max, which honestly, I've never even heard of it. Maybe it's because I'm not following these influencers or what have you. But these are like some top Instagram influencers. and They had just just people all over the place that were uh, investing into this. They made a fortune off of it. They were paid to influence it and uh, pump up the value. And I'm sure they had a bunch of coins of themselves. And then uh, they unloaded and everything just crashed down. So with that said, all the people that put their trust and their hard-earned money um, behind the recommendation of these influencers suffered. So because of that, now they're on trial or not really on trial. A lawsuit is being brought to them, which they will probably settle and not go to trial. but That's what it is. It's insider trading. And you might not understand uh, why that is a, a horrible thing or whatever it is, but I'll give you an example as far as what can go on in the NFT space that would be considered insider trading. So let's just say that for some reason, you are friends with one of the founders of these projects, or you have some Intel, uh, something, and this is different than alpha. When they say, okay, I'm going to give you some alpha on the project is meaning that you're on the inside. You know, maybe you are one of the NFT holders, one of the founders, one of the, the OG members or whatever they want to call it in there in that particular project. So they'll tell you, okay, we're uh, currently working out a deal with uh, this studio to produce a show or a contract has been signed to turn this into a video game, something like that. So you know that, okay, this is what's coming down the line. So that is a little bit different than this, basically like a shareholders meeting. And then what gets out onto Twitter and everything else, it would be like a, a press release, right? So... That conversation is slightly different than what I'm talking about with uh, illegal insider trading. Illegal insider trading in the NFT space would be like, okay, we know that the code isn't working. All the contracts are not signed. This project is literally falling apart. We're running out of money. Two of our co-founders have jumped ship. And the team that's left is living in a closet eating ramen noodles. And this whole thing is going to fall apart because the commissions weren't written properly into the code. And nothing is going into the DAO. We don't know what we're going to do. So let's pump this thing up and get out of it, okay? That would be more insider trading. So now they would go out and say, oh yeah, this project is absolutely awesome and these things are going on and and we're gonna do that, we're gonna do this not ever mentioning that all those contracts went through and everything I just mentioned, they're just uh, humping the hype now, getting everyone all excited. So what happens, the floor starts to creep up, people start buying up this stuff because of all the anticipation and expectations of all the great things that are going to come from the project and the people that are promoting this. Now, they very well know that none of that is coming and they're unloading and getting out. So if you see any of those movies when like these stock traders are doing that, it really is a pump and dump scheme, meaning that they pump up the price. They do all the marketing, the hype, the selling. They put their best, most uh, public figures that are most enthusiastic, and they get rally the troops, and they will drive up the price, right? And then you know when it all comes crashing down, all of those people that were leading the charge, they were already divested. They already pulled out, so they don't lose on that crash. And probably the best, most well-known corporate scandal of all time. As far as, uh, this type of thing was, um, Enron. If you remember, Enron was uh, winning all these awards the most innovative company, all sorts of different things, and their stock price was just going up, 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 up. And really, the company was in absolute shambles. But the CEO and everyone they were always rah, 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 and like this company is going up. Um, put your retirement in it, and they were just that was how they were pushing up the stocks. They were lying to investors. They were lying to, uh, bankers, analysts, and all sorts of people to get good press, and then that was keeping the the stock price up. But when everything came crashing down very quickly, because it's like every time a flashlight goes into a dark corner, he's like, they kept seeing all the dust that was being pushed over there, all the garbage that was being uh, pushed away and swept away. And then it just imploded and crashed down very quickly. Now, that's in the corporate world. So as far as this NFT space, a lot of that can happen. And I remember uh, specifically about two weeks ago, I want to say I was uh, getting ready to leave uh, work, well, leave the store or whatever. I was locking up. And i doing my checks and all those different things, but I was walking around and I was listening to a Twitter space and I remember hearing them speak about, uh, crypto skulls, right? Now, this is the first time I've ever heard of crypto skulls and apparently they're an OG company that was, or a pro OG project that was out with or around the same times as CryptoPunks and everything, but for whatever reason, it was sort of overshadowed because it came out after CryptoPunks, but uh, anyways, so they are a uh, similar type of art, you know, that pixelated art, you know, but these are skulls, and there was this, like, they are having this, I don't know if it was a town hall meeting or whatever it was, it probably wasn't even a project, but it was just collectors of this, and they were having all of this stuff, and I remember that Gary V came into the room, so of course any thing that Gary comes into, right? A crowd follows him. So he was only there for like a half an hour. He supposedly um, ended up buying uh, one of these, like one of the rare hand-drawn ones. There's like 10 of them or whatever it is for like a 100 ETH live on the thing. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, I've never even heard of this, right? So now all of this is going on, all of this hype, all of these people, and they're like cheering him on and everything. And again, I'm not saying this was uh, any kind of insider trading on Gary's part or anything. I literally do not know um, what was going on. And, you know, from everything that I see with him, he seems to be above board guy and what have you. So I'm not accusing uh, that situation as being in of trading. But I'm going to uh, follow that up with certain things that happened afterwards. And I was like, yeah, this is definitely some shady shenanigans going on. So going forward... After that happens, now all these cheerleaders, everyone, and Gary's gone. It's been like, you know, he was in the room for like, literally like a half an hour, and this room keeps going on. I'm closing up the store and I go home and everything. And I still hear them and they're talking about it, and they're, they're cheering them on and like all this stuff. And like it really, it was like a, a sales meeting, really. It was like a pep rally slash sales meeting. And they were uh, convincing the people to buy and uh, push up the price and all sorts of different things, raising the floor and all th- sorts of things. And I remember hearing on other podcasts, like in, in other, um newsletters and other uh, influencers such on YouTube and stuff and they're saying like well what just happened with the crypto skulls um community that floor price just quadrupled and then just crashed back down well I can definitely tell you as far as uh, the hype machine getting involved in it I was in that room myself and I was like whoa this is absolutely crazy now frankly I didn't have anywhere near the amount of uh, money thrown around that these guys were throwing around so there's no way I could have got duped because I just didn't have the ETH, right? At the time, like, they were just, I mean, dropping, like, all sorts of crazy numbers on on these crypto skulls. And secondly, I personally am not a fan of the art. I mean, I I have nothing against uh pixelated art and all that stuff because, you know, I grew up playing Nintendo and all that stuff and very nostalgic. I actually still, till this day, have two NES systems with Duck Hunt and everything. So, it has nothing to do with, <laughs> with the art and not appreciating it. I just personally would not collect it. However, I'm watching all these people that came into this space literally with that same attitude that I have shift and then start becoming buyers. Now, I don't know if these people were planted there or plugged there or whatever it is. I'm starting to hear like all sorts of crazy things as to what went down. But again, I have no clue, right? So I'm just saying the, the reason why I'm even mentioning this is just showing you that in a very short period of time, Someone speaking about a topic or someone, uh, positioning themselves with other people or the hype machine getting behind it. You can literally manipulate because remember the, a lot of these projects are only 10,000 or less than 10,000. We're not talking about millions or billions of stocks or we're not talking about, um, shares on an open market just moving around. So it doesn't take much for a person to have a 10% share uh, of the entire supplier, whatever it is. So just to, be able to push up the floor by a certain percentage, they can easily make a lot of money by unloading it, right? So bridging all this back together, going back to Martha Stewart, the Wolf of Wall Street and the Crypto Skulls and like the hype machine and everything, I'm going to put it all together and just land the plane why this is a problem. There's a lot of new people coming into the space, whether that they heard there's money to be made here, or they heard that this is a cool new frontier, or just people that are just fascinated by the art legitimately, and they just want something to do. They want to be a part of a community. I mean, there's a bunch of reasons why people are coming into this space. So when they land into these spaces, they land into uh, these communities and discord boards and everything. And like that hype machine is rolling on and they don't necessarily know to uh, look out for certain signs or whatever it is to say, OK, these people are really they, they weren't even a part of the community. But all of a sudden they saw this as the next thing to really hype up or whatever it is. And I'll be 100 percent honest. If I'm in a community, which I'm in quite a few of them, and this hype machine starts up and let's say I hold 10 NFTs for a particular project, right? The hype machine hand is the value of these things overnight. I very well want to stay in that community. So I'm not going to sell off everything, but to take your profits, very much like when Bitcoin or any of these uh, um, cryptos actually ride up to say, all right, I'm going to take some of these profits right now. And, you know, when it crashes down, I'm still going to be in it. I'm going to uh, buy back into it, whatever it might be. That could very well be uh, just uh, innocent transactions going forth, because I would not be surprised to see that some of those people sold at the peak. And then when it crashed back down, they bought back into the project because think about it. If you're in crypto, you're in uh, any of these things. If someone offers you a ridiculous price for something and you know that you can get into it, you're not emotionally attached to that specific one or whatever it is. It's not like a childhood house that you grew up in and, you know, you don't want to part with it. Then those people really aren't at fault. So I wouldn't say they are insider trading, but what I'm saying is there are some people that are literally on the inside that know what's going down in a particular project. They know it's falling apart or know it's not worth anywhere near what they're promoting it as or whatever it is. Whether it be some technology, whether it's some technological uh, advancement or some contract that they have with someone or whatever it is. Their goal is to just really pump the price and then they dump it with all their friends and they get out and they move to the next project. So just be very wary of that. And if you're someone who uh, is in the space, you are the one holding these spaces or such as myself holding a podcast is something that is uh, something to really uh, pay attention to, because at the end of the day, you know, I don't want to end up like Martha Stewart. I don't care how comfortable her jail is or whatever it was. You know, that is not my style, right? I have sensitive skin. I can't go to jail. So it is better for me to be 100% honest and just be upfront and say, look, you know what? Um, I think this project is uh, just really cool. I'm not saying to get into it or whatever it is, but it's something that you might take a look at. You know, even that, you know, I always like to say, like, nothing I'm saying here is financial advice. You know, speak to your own uh, advisor, do your own research and what have you. But at the same time, too, a lot of times uh, these people are going in there and they're saying that same thing and they're like, um, wink, wink. This is not financial advice, but I would not necessarily miss out on this. Right. So <laughs> there's all sorts of ways to, like, try to navigate the space and what have you. And we all have a responsibility to um, be honest up front. And if, if you really think a project is going to um, crash, no, you don't have to ride that ship down. But it's a completely different thing than saying, you know what? Yeah, I'm out putting it for sale. Then it is to uh, get out there and say, yeah, this project is absolutely amazing. Get into it and blah, 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 blah. This is so awesome. This is all the things that they're doing. And, you know, that is insider trading in that case, right? And it doesn't matter if you're the founder or you're just someone who's in the community, you can find yourself caught up in this stuff. And honestly, it is really not worth it. Anywho, with that said, I'm just going to really land the plane here. I think I spoke enough about corporate and stocks and uh, jail time and all sorts of things, Martha Stewart, just going all over the place, but I just tied in a lot of things together. But usually, um, I, I, I cover the overlaps of the corporate world with the NFT world, how all this stuff goes in the business. And this topic is really one that I just saw. And uh, just as a side note, Jeff Skilling, who uh, was the CEO of Enron and... Um, at the time when everything was crashing, he recently just came out of jail. He actually ended up going to, away to prison for, um, I believe it was originally like a 20-year sentence. He ended up serving something like 14 years, which is uh, pretty crazy. And then the other guy ends up uh, dying and having a heart attack and not going to prison. So, uh, you know, I mean, either way, it, it, it doesn't end properly. Um, Jordan Belfort ends up going to jail. Uh, all these different things. Uh, these stories, are it, it's just not pretty, right? And who knows what's going to happen with all these celebrities that were pushing Ethereum Max and all that stuff, you know? Um, it's just, just be cautious out there, you know? So with that said, one thing there is not going to be any kind of pumping and dumping with, it is free NFTs. And how do you get some free NFTs? If you simply go to niftybusinessweek.com, you can sign up for my newsletter where I send out a weekly digest of some things that I'm not able to cover in this podcast. And if you just reply with your wax wallet, you know, uh, whatever it is, that wham, I will just send you, airdrop you some free NFTs for signing up for that. And I just want to thank you for listening. And as usual, I will see you in the next one. Later. The Nifty Business arrow is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.